When everyone is on the same page, getting things done is easy. Make a bigger impact at work with Grammarly. Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that enables your team to make their point and move faster. You can even save time by going from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds. Join the 96% of Grammarly users that say it helps them craft more impactful writing. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said. Done. You're listening to Nightmare on Film Street. The current time is 6.66. Traffic is clear ahead from here to the afterlife. But it's hell outside. For the next hour, you're on Nightmare Time. So, let's give a grave welcome to our hosts, John and Kim. Hello again, fiends, and welcome to Nightmare on Film Street, horror for the casually obsessed. I'm Kim. I'm John. And this week, we are finishing up our Undead Boys Make Some Noise series with Spawn from 1997? 97. 97. What a great year for movies. And a terrible year for special effects. That's <laughs> undeniable. But here's the deal, though. Uh, Event Horizon also came out in 97. Great special effects. Men in Black came out in 97. Great special effects. I don't remember when Jurassic Park came out, but it was before this. So it's it just goes to show... What money can do. <laughs> as long as you've got the money, you can have a full hellscape. If you don't, you will have a devil whose mouth does not move. Oh. <laughs> oh, Spawn. So, <laughs> yeah, Spawn. This uh, this was my first watch. I Ever. Ever. Wow. Yeah, I and I don't even think I know about Spawn. <laughs> I don't think I know of Spawn. This must have been a very hard movie for you to follow. The cape was familiar, like the um, the pop-collared cape. You're like, oh, I've seen a McDonald's tie-in I was, this. Yeah, I was like, I'm pretty sure I've seen an action figure of this dude. Yo, the action figures for this movie were unreal. Like, that is that's that is something that I do remember uh, being more excited for <laughs> than the movie. The action figures were incredible. He shoots a skull out of his dick. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> For me, it was all about the violator, the, the the giant clown that turns into a fucking hell beast. Oh, oh yes. Okay, so I, I had fully prepared to do the three good things for this movie before we got into our full discussion, but it sounds like you have a few things you want to get off your chest. Well, they're probably, this, they're probably the same thing. Trophies you want to give this movie before you start shitting on it? I think I should let you have this. Uh, <laughs> I think I should let you have the floor. <laughs> yeah, uh, this was not for me, but... Uh, I could feel it. Part one. <laughs> Terrible special effects. That's a good thing. That is a good thing. I guess in 2023, uh, bad special effects from 97 are a good thing. I've always appreciated a heavy-handed special effect, particularly in the 90s when everything was still shiny and very early renders where the 3D, you can see the seams and everything is... There's no round lines. Everything is hexagons. Fire should not have a hard edge. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, Spawn is just such an ambitious project. It has entire CGI sequences. And Mm. this was in the early days of CGI where you have your real actors interacting with your CGI characters and they're... They're just looking at a spot. And, it, and I don't think they've quite mastered the like ping pong ball on a stick yet, especially in the scene where Spawn drops down from the ceiling and Martin Sheen's looking at him. So 
there's some real gems in this in this movie. Yeah, and you 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 uh you teased it a little bit. The 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 devil with the mouth that doesn't move. Just a joy. Okay, so what's number two? You yeah. always you always run long when I let you do these. I usually I try to keep a bullet point and, and do it. You know, I'm just I, thought like... I, I thought we're trying to sell. I thought we're 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 selling here. Okay, this my is, mistake. Uh, number two, fine. I'll just be like John. I'll just say this. John Leguizamo is pretty all over the place in this in the most wonderful ways. Isn't he great? He is nutters. John Leguizamo. Did he have a script? Who knows? If he did, he ate it. I guarantee, I guarantee that. He, he did eat. He ate. <laughs> he was he was the right person to cast for this movie. He's fucking insane. I have no idea what the plot of this movie was. I have no idea what he was doing scene to scene, but I, I could not stop watching him. I'll at least say this right here because it's not going to be a huge conversation piece later on in the episode or anything, but there is a scene where John Leguizamo pulls a slice of pizza out of a garbage can that is covered in maggots, real maggots, and real-life John Leguizamo ate that pizza with real maggots on it. That That's commitment. What's Surely three? there was a crafty cut. Surely. Oh, no. I stopped watching it. I one. watched the behind-the-scenes footage <laughs> in 97, baby. I was all in on Spawn. I and know that those are real maggots. <laughs> Ten-year-olds, you, you is like, okay, but confirm the maggots. Confirm the maggots. <laughs> yeah. uh, you're going to do number three. Number three. Uh, we got Martin Sheen just fucking chewing scenery in this movie. He is chomping that's really your bit. number three i don't know i was got i got put on the spot i didn't realize that i was gonna have to do them uh one of my, my one of them was gonna be that john lingo was eats that gross slice of pizza i don't know man i think uh the casting in this movie is great like a hundred percent across the board michael jai white uh martin sheen john lingo i think everybody's fucking killing it uh the rest of the movie cuckoo bananas but i, th- I they really did cast the right people for this movie they just did not have the special effects to bring it to life. They brought it. They served it. Okay. It was delivered. It's Signed, there. sealed, delivered. It's yours. All right. Well, it's a little <laughs> underbaked. <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm sure uh, 12-year-old you ate this fucking up. I did. And to be honest, I still kind of enjoy it, but I'm not going to sit here and pretend like the special effects aren't garbage and there's so much narration because there's so much world building that just doesn't happen. (laughs) Oh, boy. I almost forgot about that. Yeah. Spawn, I mean, uh, if if you're unfamiliar with him, I guess my unofficial like other good thing about the movie is that he is a superhero that is kind of, uh, it's like he's Ghost Rider, the Punisher, Frankenstein, Pinhead, all mixed together into one person yeah that's pretty good yeah and, and he's that's... also emo like batman and uh <laughs> his design is very close to venom and spider-man there was a moment where we both kind of realized like hey, you know what maybe we could have called this emo boys make some noise but it's just when uh it's just when spawn realizes that he's dead and it's like i mean i think we'd all be a little a little emo when we you know had to go to our own grave and then also watch our best friend marry our wives <laughs> I don't know why you said wives plural, but okay. <laughs> Either way, those are the reasons why we think you should check out this movie as as nutters and as unpredictable as it is. Uh, Spawn's definitely worth checking out, and we're going to get into full discussion of the movie right after this trailer. It's time. Imagine a substance with the power to destroy humanity. Imagine a creature insane enough to use it. Imagine a hero on the verge of creation. 
flesh to steel. You must visualize your objective from blood to blade. Don't get cocky. You have a lot more to learn. From man to spawn. I see you. We have harvested the ultimate weapon. Makes the Ebola virus look like a skin rash. Compact your freaking relations. I say destroy the cosmos, ask questions later. Who are you? This is just what they want. You're playing their game. Then now play dirty. Now stay sharp, the night is young. This summer, evil has a new enemy, justice has a new weapon, and the world has a new hero. Spawn is currently sitting at a 5.2 out of 10 on IMDb, an unsurprising 17% on Rotten Tomatoes, and a 2.2 out of 5 on Letterboxd. Even the modern-day reevaluation, which is what Letterboxd users basically are, still don't love this movie. <laughs> Guaranteed people logged in, gave it a half a star without rewatching it. They're like, I remember this. No. Or a bunch of kids like you who grew up watching it are doing the same thing you're doing and being like... Okay, I will rate it on Letterboxd a two and a half out of five because the world outwardly needs to see me rate this a two out of five, but in my heart, it's a four out of five. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're not, you're not, it's not wrong, yeah. <laughs> There's so much to like about this movie. There and- is so much to this movie. <laughs> <laughs> we had, to, we got forty five seconds into this movie before Kim said, "Wait, stop." I need to go back. <laughs> we had to rewatch the opening. I wasn't committed to that much information. First it was a of lot. All, it was a lot. It had started. We were like 30 seconds in and I was like, oh, is this the movie? You're like, yeah, the part where they're like somebody's like ex- ex- doing exposition <laughs> and explaining the world and how God and the devil have been Sorry, raging on her. I, the quality wasn't good enough for me to consider it part of a feature film. <laughs> it's my own fault for making that little pre-show of other 97 movies with trailers and stuff. You just thought we were watching another dumb trailer. Yeah. It was just fire and a weird clown face. We d- did we get a summary of the film because I already do not remember what it what it taught me. <laughs> so the idea is that the devil has slowly been building his army by basically collecting like crazy awful people on earth and making lesser spawns. They do look a lot like Spawn, yes. (laughs) Um, I think that's just the uniform, you know? Like, they're just in character. (laughs) But he's also, you know, getting powerful people to sell their souls in exchange for making the world an awful place. Just one guy. In this one instance, yeah. It's (laughs) it's just Martin Sheen. Okay, and then the clown... John Leguizamo, the clown, yeah, who's also like the violator or the detonator or something. He's like the devil's general manager for Earth. Like okay. this is his territory. He checks in on a few franchises to make sure that everybody's, you know, keeping everything above board. Okay. And yeah. yeah, he's moving chess pieces on Earth. Yeah. Okay. And he's trying to help bring about the apocalypse. And he's real salty that he's not being chosen to be the general of this army. Who Michael Jai White is like the greatest fucking military guy who's willing to kill people for no fucking reason yeah. on Earth. What was that? Like, they started with him definitely being a bad guy. 
Um, it's like black hat stuff where it's just like he's a good guy doing special ops and like maybe a few (laughs) bystanders accidentally die while we're killing a terrible person yeah because after that he was like you said you cleaned the airport and he was like didn't you look through the scope first didn't you have like a set of binoculars who showed you (laughs) heat traces of every human being and you were like I want to kill this person and that car and also I want to blow up the front of this airplane for some fun reason and it, it just killed everybody in the area like you did not need the precision that you were going for looked cool though okay so then so like crow like the crow yeah there's actually a lot of similarities between these two movies this is a good pairing yeah one two skip a few i've died and i've come back now wow we're gonna skip over that i love that like the crow like (laughs) the crow did okay sure sure sure. well you're saying like oh we're gonna skip over that all we really got was like a confirmation he has a dog named spaz he's got a wife and a partner with shifty eyes in relation to his wife you're actually uh reminding me that there are there are flashbacks to this movie for scenes that didn't didn't happen three minutes into this movie movie is 60 percent flashback it's wild so if i could just like go with the timeline here so at at 15 minutes into the movie, we flash back to a scene that we didn't see from 10 minutes in the movie, but we only see it in like small little flashes of dialogue and stuff. And then later on, we see where there's more flashbacks that reveal more stuff before he died. It's like, fuck, why couldn't we just watch those scenes? But then there's also flashbacks to stuff that we saw at minute five, like John Leguizamo as the clown revives Spawn. And is showing him, like, the ghost of Christmas past. Yeah. How he died, which we saw and watch a second time. I love that scene when he dies. Because, one, the idea is that he's breaking into some biochemical lab in North Korea. And it's just like... No problem, light work. You're like, you just like, you need me to go to North Korea? Yeah, I can get in there, no problem. It's not like a fucking fortress of a country. I can get in undetected, and then also you can. And also his boss is just already there. Yeah, I love that Martin Sheen just douses him with some fucking gasoline. Well, he gets his, like, henchwoman to, to douse him with gasoline, and then Still he- Still undetermined as to what that liquid was. It just, it's a flame-retardant liquid, so that way they could actually light Michael J. White on fire, and it would look great, that's it my guess. It was Listerine. But, uh, but yeah. 9% alcohol kills germs and employees. <laughs> he flicks a cool guy, black cigarette at him, and then salutes him as he's dying. <laughs> That's one of my favorite scenes. Well, he scenes. did say see you in hell. <laughs> oh, my God. They're, so I remember you complaining about all the one. Like, I remember us both. I'm not going to I'm not just gonna put this on you. Us both kind of making fun of the one-liners in The Crow, but I genuinely think every, I was not. Maybe it was just me. It was just you. Uh, I think every one-liner in Spawn is amazing. Like, they're so fucking good. From John Leguizamo. From John Leguizamo, from Spawn, from Martin Sheen. There are so many great little bits of dialogue that I fucking love. One of the best is when Martin Sheen is is talking to non-dead Spawn. He's still a human being. And he's just like, have you seen your latest psych evaluation? You're a certified psychopath. Perfect for the United States military. I don't I don't have any one-liners to contribute. There's a lot of other ones where it's just like, I'll see you in hell soon, or like, I'll be joining you in a minute. I don't know. There's a lot of cool shit like that. I fucking love it. This movie's, uh, you know, now that we're sitting down and talking about it, I'm liking it more than when I was watching it. <laughs> when I was watching it, I was like, ah, oh, why did I agree to do this? I, I think I was just stressed 
about watching it with you. I could feel that, and I was trying to really not like. You're trying not to bring the room. I down? was trying not to dim your shine because no. I could I could feel you hesitant about your enjoyment of it, but I could also feel the enjoyment. Yeah, it's just like superhero movies aren't really 100 percent my bag, but I love how fucking nutters this movie is. It's just off the wall, and you know, as far as superhero movies go, like. Hell yeah, I want to watch one with a bunch of fucking hell demons and shit. I love the creatures in this movie, especially John Leguizamo. I think when he turns into the Violator, like, I am all on board with that. Yeah, I I wish I had looked up the special effects because it felt like a very early version of the the alien undead demony things from the Scooby Doo movie. From the Scoop Okay. Right. No, I'm I'm okay. I'm seeing it. <laughs> <laughs> you had my back against the wall at first, but yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like a giant gremlin, like Hell yeah. the sinewy legs. That was very, very similar. But I, I did really yeah. I did really like that creature and they did try their best, especially when they're in that weird alley set. We were like, where is this? Um, that alley is housing a hundred people. Yeah, it's pretty big. They did try to use a puppet. Yes, for a lot of it, the- like there were a lot of moments where they did like face close-ups and and you know like arms pummeling poor homeless people um, <laughs> that were props. Yeah, same with in the house in the finale of the movie. He looks really good inside that house. I did love when he came out of the wall. Yeah, I enjoyed that. It's good shit. It's like it's literally, literally, it's just like if we didn't go to hell at any point in the movie. All that's all the film needed is like Bam. any of the stuff that they did with John Leguizamo, like he turns his head to a balloon and he shrinks his head, and hell yeah, and like he gets decapitated, and there's a lot of green goo and farts and all kinds of stuff. Yeah, that's all fine. The cape <laughs> is a little a lot, but the spawn cape would still still passes. It's just when we go to hell and Satan is so poorly rendered. <laughs> it's yeah, he's like a giant porcupine and his mouth just hangs open and he shouts at people it's crazy it's like a bad cut scene in a video game <laughs> but it's because like 99 percent of what you're seeing on the screen is is cgi right like mm-hmm. anytime where they've they're sort of superimposing it into a real environment it still looks really cool like yeah it looks older but i think it looks great like the special effects people who made this uh or at least like the supervisor of it is the guy behind the special effects for terminator 2 Wow. Which came out in what ninety two, I think, and fucking looks incredible. Like it really is just a matter of like you know money and time. Yeah, and, being and I, able I to think do it. I, I didn't read a whole lot on the film because I I really didn't want to spoil this conversation. Okay, um, because one we haven't gotten to it yet, but I do not understand the plot. Uh, okay, but what I was reading was that Revenge. the. the, the <laughs> <laughs> the special effects budget kept increasing and increasing increasing. Originally, no surprise. Originally, it was like 40 special effects shots, but by the end of the movie, they had over 200. Okay. Yeah. So and, they were probably never going to do any of the hell stuff. Yeah. And so the special effects, a lot of the scenes were not delivered till a week before the movie was released. Wow. It's a real cat scenario. Yeah. Eh? Damn. So I'm feeling like those were Judy Dench's hands we were seeing in hell. <laughs> <laughs> there were a lot of cat buttholes in hell. <laughs> there were so many cat buttholes. Holes in hell. <laughs> oh, jeez. Okay, plot-wise, what do you? What's your deal? Okay, so this is. <laughs> let me walk you through the movie that I watched. Yeah. Okay, so Spawn. Um, really sad about Wanda. Came back five years later. Oh my God, Burns. I made my own suit. Look how nice. John Leguizamo's like, hey. He, he didn't make his own suit. Somebody just gave him a coat. Somebody... No, but he makes his own suit. Like his own Spawn suit. Yeah. It just kind of like comes it's out like of his skin. It's like an organic 
yeah, he's like, look at my fashion. Uh, <laughs> Got so it. John Leguizamo was like, hello, hi. Nice, <laughs> hello, nice to meet you. Hi, I'm from hell. You're from hell. I don't know if you remember this. Let me. Oh, let me I catch saw you, you at the mixer speed. last year. Yeah, let me catch yeah. you up to speed. I'm the ghost of Christmas past. Here's your grave for five seconds. No, no, we just we're gonna go in there so you can get a locket. It. It doesn't matter. Yo, yo, let's then- let's pause real quick right here. <laughs> most movies are it's for the for most movies it's just enough to bring the dude to the grave, and he's like, "Oh my God, it's real. That's my name." <laughs> you know, the Spawn goes the extra step further of him being like, "Fuck this, I'm digging my grave up." Like, don't you love that? Sure. Even if it's just for a locket, I love that his his own skeleton comes to life for a half a second to grab his own hand and be like, what the fuck are you doing, man? It's possessed by green stuff. And the whole movie, I was just waiting for the film to explain to me what the green stuff was. Oh. The whole movie. Because it was Spawn's eyes. It was John Leguizamo's farts. It was... <laughs> well, I mean, that's ex- that's explainable. Farts it was stinky. their wounds healing. Green like, is why, the stinky color. Why were his eyes leaking the green gas? I think it was supposed to be Hellfire. I don't know if it was gas. It was gas. <laughs> okay. Well, I think the idea is that uh, they're trying to signify, well, there's blue as well. I mean, you've got three yeah, main colors. Yeah, because like the angel Gabriel or the yeah. knight of the Templar, he's got blue. Yeah. So we later on find out that he was essentially <laughs> like Spawn, who had sort of committed himself to a life of violence and then died and then was brought back as Satan's... Uh, army leader dude. Who are we talking about? I'm talking about Gabe. Is his name Gabriel? Did no, you just throw that it's at not him? Gabriel. Okay, let's let's just call he him. He looks Gabriel. like the bird lady in Home Alone too. <laughs> he was like Spawn, but like back in the 1600s. So like the devil has oh, already so that's tried why to he's do got this. Chainmail. Okay. Yeah, that's why he's got all these powers. That's why he's just like, hey, guess what? My arms are knives now. I thought like the Lord sent. <laughs> <laughs> so n- now he now he does do bad. He does kick arse for the Lord. <laughs> okay? And he's trying to show Spawn, who's currently in like an in-between state. That's he also why his... narrates. He does a lot of narrating. He's trying to explain to Spawn job. that he is kind of still in like a purgatory situation where he's not fully committed to the devil. And he Well, he doesn't even clearly... remember making the deal. <laughs> I mean, we've all been we've all been on benders <laughs> and woken up with like promises that we now know we can't keep, <laughs> or also we are usually made to our credit card companies <laughs> when we look back at shit we bought at two a.m. in the m- anyway. Yeah, Spawn like Spawn's eyes occasionally change to red. I don't know if you remember seeing that. Yeah, yeah, because that's when he's starting to go evil. They want him to take revenge because that will help solidify his spot in hell. He starts to go evil? The more he does the revenge, the more he's tipping over into the dark side. Have you never seen Star Wars? Like, the no. light, the lightsabers have colors for a reason, Kim. Blue, green, red. That's what we got. What does blue mean? Blue's good. What is green? It's kind of, like, in the middle. It's like, I'm also good, but, like, yeah. <laughs> I'm a wild card, man. Honestly, I think they just threw the green in because they needed a new color. Fucking Samuel Jackson's got purple. But the point is... <laughs> Red is a bad color. Okay. <laughs> okay. Historically, red means stop. Humans, yeah, yeah, have identified red as a mean color. Okay. And you know, once he starts taking his revenge and enjoying it, you do see his eyes turn red for a half a second, and then but they it, go back. But green. It all the love of his dog Spaz yeah. keeps him grounded, and thus he saves the world. I love that. So, but okay, so here's where I started getting confused. So John Leguizamo brings... We really spent 10 minutes on the color blue and red. <laughs> uh, so brings Spawn, you know, like to the planet Earth and is like, all this time passed, la, 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 you have to do some things. I don't remember what he says. But then he goes to Martin Sheen 
And, like, he's working with both of them? Yeah. So the clown wants the world to end. And Martin Sheen has made a toxic gas, what they call it? Something um, 16. Heat 16, which is definitely a play on Ice Nine from Cat's Cradle. Um, or COVID if you're from the future. <laughs> or COVID if you're from the future, yeah. And it's basically like he's going to have this gas that is going to basically be released across the world at some point in the future, but they own the antidote. So the entire world will be infected or at least become susceptible to this poisonous gas unless they buy his antidote. It's just it's just control and money. Mm-hmm. So knowing for a fact that Spawn wants to kill Martin Sheen for revenge, mm-hmm. he convinces Martin Sheen to put some sort of controller into a pacemaker that's tied to the detonator for this bomb. So that way, if Martin, your your eyes are glazing over. It's just so that way, if Martin Sheen dies, uh-huh. uh, the bomb goes off. So there's a bit of a guarantee here where it's just like, hey, man, you can't kill me. Like, Mar- as far as Martin Sheen's concerned, this is a suit of armor. You can't kill me, man. You'll blow up the whole fucking world. And the clown is just like, his hate is going to take over any rational thought, and he's going to kill him to get revenge. And then also, kabloom, the world goes as well. Okay, but then also, so he's going to lead the army to... The army is not for fighting human beings. Oh! The army is for charging up to the gates of heaven. Oh. So if they can kill the entire world, they'll immediately go- grab plane. as many sinners as they oh, can okay. for the army. You know, okay. the good people can go up there and have, you know, sticks and stones and stuff. Okay. Why do you assume they don't have weapons? Up I there? don't know. I think it's just fun to assume that everybody in heaven is just like, oh, there seems to be a lot of trouble down there. <laughs> they just have like harpsichords. Yeah, no one's doing push ups or anything. They're all just chilling. Oh, man, that would be fucking cool, though. If, oh, like, like bows angels, and arrows? No, like if angels were just like James Bond style, just killing everybody with harp wires. Okay. Like the silent killers. <laughs> wow. So you're you're proposing that the angels are a little, like, they're quieter and Elite cleaner. Elite assassins. But, yeah. But. Probably definitely more deadly. I like it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but so sounds like we should watch the movie Legion. Okay. So here is sure. where here's where my my biggest confusion lies. Yeah. Sure. I'm here. Is me, that here. as the spawn professor in the room? I'll tell you everything you <laughs> the, need to know. The the heart detonator speed can't go lo- go below the speed of ninety on this bus yeah. thing yeah. doesn't come into play until I think at least more than halfway through the movie. Uh, I I think maybe the, the exact halfway point of the movie. Okay. Yeah. So, but at that point, we have a bunch of showdowns where even though John Leguizamo was like, hey, I'm your buddy, I'm your friend, we hang out in this alley, and I am I make wisecracks and stuff, <laughs> then him and Spawn fight a bunch. Why did him and Spawn even fight? Well, I think it's because he, one, is jealous of Spawn because he wants to control the army. So he'd kind of love it if Spawn could just fail and die. So he's got, like, three plans that... You know, if one of these works. He's a rogue agent, man. <laughs> like, yeah, he's here on official business for the devil to try and get Martin Sheen to do X and to try and get Spawn to do X because it's all part of the devil's big old plan, mm-hmm. right? There's a whole bunch going on there. I don't think the devil necessarily cares if the entire world blows up. Who fucking cares? That's the that's the clown's move unless the devil was just like, hey, maybe that pacemaker thing's a good idea. Let's maybe do that. But the clown's main the, one of the clown's main jobs is to keep Spawn in line and to get Spawn to, to like, come recommit? into the fold. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Because it's like he's, it, it is kind of weird that he's like already said, I'll be your fucking guy. But then he has to like choose it 
uh, like becoming a born again Christian for the devil. Like he has to, he has to really mean it, and he's got to prove it. You have to invite Satan. You into have your to heart? invite Satan into your heart. Okay. Yeah. And he's not ready to do that yet. He's just like, I don't know, man. Like I like like I worship you, but I'm not like in worship with you. <laughs> 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 I like you, but I don't like like you. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And so, they, yeah, Spawn is very clearly being, um, you know, he's got a little birdie on his shoulder trying to show him how to, like, go to the good side. And the clown is just kind of fucking around. I mean, he is just kind of like a agent of chaos to a degree. It made it really hard to try to follow if there was a plot because I thought I understood the plot, but then like he was fighting the clown and the clown was in a truck outfit and he was just like, I love that I'm sequence. a truck driver. And then Spawn was like, I'm a motorcycle. <laughs> yeah, not, not I'm a motorcyclist, I'm a motorcycle. Yes. I love that sequence. I think it's fucking great. I do love the idea of a cape that is form as well as function. Okay. Function and fashion. That, that cape can do anything. He, that cape helps him fly. That yeah, cape helps cool. him camouflage himself into a pile of bricks. I loved that. When he just became a new corner on a building. Yeah, and Super Cycle was pretty fun. Yeah, I like I like when he can, the cape turns into like a giant spear. When he that ca- the truck became runs a truck into. sharp, yeah. So great. Why don't you like that? I did like it. I okay. said I liked it. I just didn't understand what that had to do with any of the plot. Okay, well, here's... It the... was just like an aside. Here's like, the thing. Oh, guys, it's, uh, t- we're coming up to a commercial break, so here's a fight <laughs> sequence, and we'll be back. It might be, and this is something we've overlooked, mm-hmm. but it's possible that mm-hmm. it's just bad writing. <laughs> is, that, <laughs> is that possible? Is that maybe something that's happening here? Did you clock bad writing at all? <laughs> I just wanted to understand why Spawn was friends with John Leguizamo, or like not friends, but they're coworkers. Friendly, and then they were fighting, and then they were friendly, and then it was just like, no, you got to go kill Martin Sheen. It's just like you already fought this guy. Like, do you trust him? No one has Spawn's best interests in mind in the movie, Kim. Everybody's trying to pull him one way or the other, and at the end of the day, he's I mean, got to forge does. his own path. The, po- the dog's great. The dog's wonderful. The cr- the biggest crime of this entire movie was when they didn't take him home. Yeah, when like the fucking new family that his ex wife has started with his best friend, they're like, "We gotta get out of here. We gotta leave the dog." Like the dog knows the way home better than we do, and then they just don't go looking for the dog. So it's up to Spawn to just take and like he kind of begrudgingly takes care of the dog. He's like, "I guess you're with me now." Fuck. Well, and he tells the dog alone, he's like, "You're gonna die." Like, <laughs> yeah, if you follow me. You're gonna die. And the dog's like, honestly, worth it. You're the only smell I know. Yeah. That dog is loyal. (laughs) And I love, too, that the dog in a scuffle with the clown just disappears. There's no indication whether or not he's alive or dead, but he leaves the collar with some stranger homeless boys. He's like, you've one way or the other. Find my fucking dog. And at the the end of the movie, he just comes wandering into their house across town. He didn't tell him where he'd be, but he's just like, hey, guess what? Dog brought me back. He knows the way better than we do. (laughs) You know, it was a great little home alone moment at the end of the movie. Yeah, and while we were waiting for the villain to come back and do his, like, surprise again, Spawn and everybody sit down on the couch. (laughs) Like, (laughs) I didn't know Spawn could sit. (laughs) Yeah, I uh, I really figured that you were going to come in here hot and heavy talking about all of his spikes. 
Especially, especially when the clown, the vi- as the violator, grabs Spawn. He's like, hey, you son of a bitch, I got you now. And then Spawn oh, just the like- Oh, the Beetlejuice-y moment? Just, yeah, pulls out all those spikes like Beetlejuice. I, I don't want to complain, like, <laughs> <laughs> but now that we're here, <laughs> even though I would say that John Leguizamo did a really fantastic job as this clown character, mm-hmm. it was, it did feel very like Penguin, Tim Burton's Batman universe. Not necessarily in the performance, but the design of the character. Okay. So he's and also, short and fat. Is that what you're telling me? Yes. That was the problem? John <laughs> well, Lee, here's the cool thing, though. Like, John Lee Wazamo does not look like that. Has never looked like that. Will never look like it, that. Actually, it's really funny that you, you say that. One of the, the the first things I did when we finished watching the movie. Did you just look up photos of John Lee Wazamo? I Googled his height. Okay. Because he plays, so he plays um, a very short person yeah. in Moulin Rouge. He plays Toulouse. Oh, that's right. And in this one, he's definitely playing somebody shorter than Danny DeVito. Yeah, but they've just they've just like worked in him crouching down into the into fat the legs, costume. right? What an uncomfortable He's five role. seven or five eight. I love too that <laughs> you just saw him in the menu, but you couldn't you can't tell his height from that movie because no, he's, he's sitting, sitting down the, the whole, whole time. Movie. You're like, he could be anywhere from three feet to seven feet. We don't know. But I'm trying to think back. Like I was even going to like my memories of Romeo and Juliet, and I'm like, they don't look down at yeah, him. Like, How big is Tibbles? Oh God! <laughs> How tall is Leonardo DiCaprio? <laughs> That's amazing. Wow, yeah. you really like mind your memory for all of those. You're just like, how tall is this guy? I was so confused. <laughs> you were pulling out movies that I forgot John Leguizamo was in. I mean, he looks like he has the potential to be a short person, but I like he's, he's got he's got big little person energy. <laughs> no, he just doesn't have a big head. Like he's got a nice small head. <laughs> <laughs> Not in this, though. He's got a very big head. Put it on the poster. John Leguizamo. What a nice little head. (laughs) Yeah, he is wonderful in this movie. But another Beetlejuice reference that I I wanted to mention, because the clown does so many costume changes. I appreciate when he's like the cheerleader. Oh, that was And I did did like the truck There was no reason for it. No, there was no reason for any of them. No, like, fuck it. He's in a cheerleader outfit now. Let's go. Funny, funny. He's our man. He can't kill him, no But at one point he is he is wearing a burgundy suit with a ruffly cummerbund and I was like, That's Beetlejuice's wedding outfit. I don't even remember that. Yeah, it was somewhere in like the alley when they were walking around. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. It might have just been the superhero style of the era was very influenced by that because also that came out this year, at least according to your trailer reel, was mm-hmm. uh Batman and Robin. <laughs> yeah. Which was very <laughs> Tim Burton, but not Tim Burton. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's the Joel Schumacher stuff. Yeah, I don't know. Like, it's it's weird that it's weird to talk about superhero movies from the late '90s because they're obviously nothing like the superhero movies we have now. But they did kind of already have their own little format. And mm-hmm. I'll say this: like, as somebody who grew up kind of only enjoying the Tim Burton Batman's. Uh, I mean that's not even fucking true. I loved, God damn it, I loved Batman Forever, and I def, I went to, the, I saw Batman and Robin in the theater. Are you fucking kidding me? Of course I saw Batman and Robin in the theater. Uh, it was cool to have a superhero that was like a horror dude. Yeah, like that was the coolest thing. And I mean, I really liked that that era of superheroes. One because they were Tim Burton and they were super goth, and I was like, yeah, yeah, right. Um, yeah. But also they felt 
I guess, more artistic than the ones now. The ones now don't necessarily have like a stamp of their own style. It's like a, it's a series and the directors are just like guest directing a movie. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Like yeah. all of the, the parts together as a whole kind of look all the same. I'll, I'll say this though, like in defense of the new Marvel movies that I don't really watch a whole lot of. If you were a comic book fan in the 90s, um, I mean, one, there weren't a lot of these movies being made in general. Mm-hmm. So, like, plenty of people have been waiting their whole lives to see some of these movies get made. But also... Well, especially everybody had their favorite, like, superheroes and villains and stuff. Yeah. And now they're actually starting to get to some of the ones that aren't just Batman. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You would only get Batman or Superman for fucking 50 years. <laughs> but it was a really a roll of the dice every time you went to the movie theater. Like, maybe it was going to be Tim Burton's Batman. Maybe it was going to be Spawn. And it could live or die by one movie. I'm sure there's a hundred great, like I was not really an avid reader of the Spawn comics, but uh, have heard nothing but great things about them. And I'm sure there's a storyline in there that like is begging to be made into a movie, but like didn't happen because this, I I think kind of bombed. I don't know. At least critically, it doesn't sound like it Yeah, critically bombed. I think it made a lot of, well, at least it it made double its money, which is pretty decent when the budget ended up being like 40 million dollars but it yeah. i mean it had a big series right oh yeah because i yeah. remember there were did you cartoons? watch the series uh, no <laughs> i don't i don't know why i even expected a yes <laughs> i think i saw some commercials for the figures and also if i'm not wrong there's gonna be well tentatively a spawn movie because didn't blumhouse announce that just like just pre-pandemic and it's kind of just been in limbo oh that's right i had forgotten about that they did it yeah i mean it's probably not the first time that we've heard somebody say like we're making a spawn movie guys but i think now would be the time to do it it'd be great the funny the only thing we all got to remember though is that all of the movies we like now um like those marvel movies where it's 90% CGI, as great as it looks now, it's gonna look like 1997's Spawn in 20 years. So even the Spawn movie that's gonna be coming out two years from now, three years from now, is gonna look like junk in 20 years. I think it's just more of an argument for Tim Burton's Batman because it's just so tangible. (laughs) Yeah, we need matte paintings. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, just matte backgrounds, please. Yeah, trick cinematography. Let's go back to the technology we had in 1932. That's right. Yum, yum, (laughs) yum. Yeah, I want a Dr. Caligari superhero movie, motherfuckers. Yeah, that'd be great. I love Martin Sheen as a villain. This is like the, one of the last things I want to finish off on. Martin Sheen, uh, you know, he got to play a villain, uh, you know, a good handful of times. This one's fucking amazing. This is up there with him as like the crazed lunatic political candidate in, uh, in the dead zone. He's the bad guy in the original Firestarter, right? Yes. Okay. That took He's me a minute. basically playing the same guy. I think. Yeah, he's playing eyebrows and money. Like, that's what yeah, that's he's all playing, he is. Like, behind a desk. <laughs> I, yeah, so great. He's always just like, look, here's the fucking deal. I'm going to pour you a drink. I'm going to say something really cryptic and mean. I'm going to swig that drink down, and I'm going to leave you alone in this room with your thoughts. Like, that's his move. I'm going to take my little disc that has all of my little evil secrets oh, on it. Oh, I fucking it. love that. Like, it would have been way better if there was a different label. It just said special ops. It should have said, like, evil operations. <laughs> 666, don't open. Passwords written on it. <laughs> <laughs> 442 Betty. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, what a crazy movie. We didn't even Did we talk about the fact that the belt comes out like it, it just like stops him from being kicked in the nuts? In the intro, I think we mentioned. <laughs> okay, good stuff. Well, I'm I'm glad we've we've covered our bases. Kim, the fiends want to know. What would you think of Spawn? Um, uh Um, out of four, is that what you're saying? <laughs> I uh, 
I appreciated the CGI because uh-huh. I love I love that. Yeah. I had a real fun time with that. You can't just reiterate your three good things. John Leguizamo <laughs> was good. And he was all over the place. Even though I didn't know what he was doing most of the time, I did like his jokes. Oh, I have a point. Mm-hmm. Why did Wanda and ex-partner hire him? Why was he their party clown? Oh, like, I think he probably just showed up. That's weird. They were like, did you hire a party clown? No, I think you must have. Okay, maybe I forgot. I'm yeah, such that a busy was, guy. That was the strangest thing of all. And I'll also, tell you the strangest thing of all is the end of the movie where not even Wanda never has a conversation with Spawn. <laughs> also, so, but no, so the, <laughs> the clown gives the little girl Wanda's daughter, which is Spawn's like, Oh, what's what? uh, what's her name? Goddaughter. Cyan? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, an evil little clown doll. Yes. That doesn't do anything. Yeah, but she, and she, she carries, really likes that doll. She carries, she carries it, around it around and you expect it to do something? Kim, it's 1997. They're selling dolls. Or like, to be watching them or... Oh, maybe I, that's what it was. Like, that's a little crow that's just been spying on the family, I, keeping tabs. But it never, it never comes to anything. It never... It does anything. Okay, so yeah, um... You're allowed to rate it however you want. Two out of four. Okay, yeah, two out of four is One pretty respectable. I that's more <laughs> that's closer to what I was expecting. I was like, wow, two out of four. She's lying to herself. That's fine for me personally, though. Two point five out of four. <laughs> yeah, this movie's great. It's awful. It's great. Yeah, no, it's awful. <laughs> yeah, it's awful. <laughs> dot dot dot. It's great. Did I, you read the fucking tagline I had a fun on time. the goddamn poster? By the way, what is the tagline? The tagline is "Born in Darkness, Sworn to Justice." <laughs> What? Is he sworn to justice? <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. I thought he was sworn to evil. He yeah, he has he's chosen justice. <laughs> would rather have justice. Sworn yeah. to evil would rather have justice. That's a better one. There. Would rather have justice. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Would rather. Would prefer justice. WWJD. What would justice do? <laughs> Man, that'd be a good tagline. <laughs> this is definitely around the time where everybody was wearing those. This time Jesus he bracelets. isn't clowning around. I like that. Thank you. This could be a new fun segment on the podcast. <laughs> they were actually a surprise pairing, though, Spawn and the Crow. They both had familiars. Yeah. Um, the they Crow are both had a... the Crow the and cr- Spawn had his dog. Yep. They both had children that uh hung around them they both visited their own graves they're back from the hell they love their girlfriends it's based on comic books <laughs> and they want to kill the person that killed them yeah what a good pairing guys this is a good choice and uh honestly thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to make kim watch spawn or yeah, at least it, to watch spawn with kim it uh it hasn't it hadn't happened until this point thank you so much <laughs> <laughs> she really really means it uh let us know what you thought of spawn on twitter at nofs podcast or in the nightmare on film street discord at nofspodcast.com slash discord there is a special channel in there just for the fiend club supporters uh, who brought you this episode this is based on a suggestion that we got uh, from the members of the fiend club discord uh, you can you can become a member of the fiend club at nofspodcast.com slash fiend club we've got tons of bonus episodes there available for you and you have the opportunity to pitch us an episode that we might do on the podcast in the future but you can also support Nightmare on Film Street for free by just giving this a little five-star rating wherever you're listening to it and writing a review if you are on Apple Podcasts. Spotify is a great way to rate, and it helps us get the show in front of more people. Yeah, absolutely. You literally just recommend it to a friend. That would be nice. <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, that's it from us this week. Hopefully, John is not sick next week because I'm sure you guys could all hear it. On the, oh, on do the I recording. sound sick? You do. Oh, shit. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I've, been, I've been trying to hide it. I'm like, if I just sound enthusiastic, no one will know. <laughs> My nose is completely stuffed up. <laughs> uh, but yes, that's it from us this week. We'll be back again next Thursday with another episode of Nightmare on Film Street. But until then, I'm John. I'm Kim. Stay creepy. It appears you made it out alive, but we'll get you next time. Help us to grow the horde. Leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you subscribe. More terror can be found lurking on our website, nofspodcast.com. Until next time, stay creepy, fiends.